fantasy news, fantasy updates, fantasy clowning. We doing it all the time, baby. Champ and chump, fantasy dump. I'm your host, Chump. <laughs> the champ's here. I'm with my boy, Champ. We call him Commiss Tommy B. Forfeiting a season to get picks for the next year? Is it worth it? I mean, he's a nut job and a half, man. <laughs> Damn, boy. Champ and Chump, fancy dumb. my stomach champ and the chump fantasy dump we are back from thanksgiving folks i got fresh ink on my ass and commission's in the fucking playoff hunt and the chump is gonna lose no hey we in there man we got the asterisk holy moly i came from i was kicking my feet up confident as hell i had my sunglasses on i had a umbrella drink mixing in my hand uh playoffs i was like maybe i could get the you know first round by i might not even make the playoffs now champ what's going on and you are on the l3 and it's not great getting healthy though you uh you got eckler back last week and then what c-mac maybe hopefully you can use him next week if you're still uh you're still kicking there? Fucking Anthony Lenz just says, like, I, our team's quitting. We're not going to make the playoffs. I don't know if Eckler's going to be back. You know what I mean? It's like... It's a, it's a tough situation, but, you know, you're in the spot now. You win and you're in. This is it, folks. This is what we've all been waiting for. This is the last... Most people, this is the last week before playoffs. You win, you're in. Most of, you know, and you got to win by a certain amount of margin. Go get it. Start the people you need to start. This is the where champions are made. This is where the chump becomes the chump and the champ becomes the champ. That's right. That's why I got the asterisk already. Chillin'. Big chillin'. Oh, man. It's been a stressful couple weeks. I know we talked about last week, um, you know, the duds and who you think is going to help you in the, get the playoff push. Well, I'm L3, possibly L4. I still have a chance to be in the playoffs. I need a W just to, just to seal the deal, just so I can don't get any more gray hairs and not any more ass tattoos either. Oof. Yeah, finally when I got that done, though, how did it feel? It probably didn't feel much. Being you know what? Of- it was nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was worried that like he wasn't even pressing hard on it. I'm like, are you, are you sure you're doing it right? <laughs> Is this a real tattoo? I, Is this it a henna tattoo? Yeah, it was. It was. The, yeah, exactly. It was the easiest tattoo I've, I've got. Um, man was a little too happy doing my ass, but it's okay. Oh, we'll talk about that later. He wants some extra pictures, he said. It was a little handsy. <laughs> But yes, uh, tattoo is done. Um, no more betting people on, oh, I got one more cheek. But it has to be a guarantee. Um, just like a guarantee that I was going to make the playoffs, this is has to be a guarantee, ne- which possibly I'm going to have another ass tattoo next year. But um, yeah, I, this has been a whirlwind of emotions for me the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And it doesn't help when everybody piles on on me. <laughs> oh, here we go. And makes me get a little so worried, okay? Woo! So can we? Do you want to go through our scenarios? On because our big league that we we go through, kind of what we we started this thing just to talk shit. It's coming down to a legendary little run here with like I think four or five teams that are in the playoff hunt with buy implications. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. Do you want to break it down for the people? Uh yeah, I'll do a little spark notes version here or cliff notes, whatever you. you're uh whatever you're. That's how we got through <laughs> yeah, school. One of choices, but so first place we're gonna have uh Kevin. That's locked up. That is uh, not going anywhere. Up by two games with only one week left. So, number one spot. He is the Pat Mahomes. Travis Kelsey, Derrick Henry. 
the 1-1-1. One, one, one. Uh, and then so second place, it's going to come down to Grant and Emmett here. Uh, all the picks in the draft, Grant versus no points Emmett, both tied up. The, listen to the, the folks. He is third in the league and eighth in total points. That's crazy, man. That, that's unheard of. The uh, points against, I think he's like almost 200 under the next person as well. So he's been uh, getting some wins with not many points, but a win. He just made a move though. A he win just win. didn't. He just he just sold the farm for Elvin Kamara. Oh, did right? he ever sell the farm? A one, three, and a five. One, three, and a five for was Kamara, um, Deshaun Watson, Brandon Cooks, some other some up some other washed up running back was in there. Some was there? Oh, Melvin Gordon. That's what it was. Oh, so yep, washed up running back. I was right. <laughs> So, I mean, he's got the players now, but, you know what I mean, Kamara's been trending down. Taysom Hill is not of dumping of off. Juice. Taysom Hill does not like to dump it off like Breeze does. He doesn't seem to switch the play at the line of scrimmage as much as well. Oh, he's a horrible quarterback. I don't get, like, okay, yeah, they're 2-0 and with him. Um, He's not a, it's so frustrating to me that Jameis Winston's, I, I don't know why you wouldn't roll him out. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I like I get the whole Taysom Hill. He's a beast. He could play every position. But I don't see him being like, why is he the starter compared to Jameis Winston? I want eating W's as my guy. Yeah, you almost think they could do some type of a hybrid thing where they both are playing. You know, maybe it's like a series thing or maybe it's like, you know, every maybe like, yeah, just like he's fucking been the entire his entire career like be the tight end whatever you want espn to call you like let james winston who literally led the league in yardage last year and obviously interceptions and all that shit but let him be the court i don't understand that's so and for michael thomas owners um which i shipped him off he looked good the first game with him because that was a safety blanket but the second game he got exposed he can't throw the ball he threw it 78 yards total i think you can't do that if you're a starting NFL quarterback. This isn't Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow proved that. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's now looking pretty on game day, but also playing baseball at the same time. We'll talk about him later. Do what you got to do, Tebow. Finally got his nuts off. Go for you. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Way to, way to, way to, way to get some he took play. the plug. But same thing with, I mean, BYU himself. You got Taysom Hill there. Uh, the Storm and Mormon. Is he, I, I can't be confident if I own any of the Saints offensive players anymore because now it's a clusterfuck. I don't know what's going to happen. The Camaro owners are now shaking in their boots. We just said one of our guys just sold the farm for him. And then Michael Thomas owners, he looked, I mean, did he, how many, you think he got three points, maybe 30 yards reception? Uh, four last for game? 50 I, last week. Oh, okay. So he was the leading wide receiver for him, but <laughs> still. the 78 yards. Yeah. So it's like, okay, good for you. But that's not going to cut it. Especially for, you know, getting both of those guys in the first round. Yeah, Kamara's been uh, just not, I don't know, he's not playing as many snaps as well. He's kind of down around 50%. Tavius Murray's actually been the better running back last couple weeks in fantasy-wise. He had two touchdowns last week, over 100 yards, and got 19 carries. I know it was that weird game against Denver with no quarterback, so they had a lot of time possession on their side. But, yeah, 19 carries with Tavius. I mean, if he's out there available, he's definitely a guy you want to pick up. But he just, yeah, that Taysom Hill experience is weird. They're winning, so it's hard to hate on the situation. But at the same time, for fantasy, it sucks because a team that was putting up so many points in fantasy rooms and becoming hopeful that Thomas is coming back, and now it's just like Taysom Hill is the only one you can really play, and he's kind of just an average quarterback. At best. All right, sorry, we we bounced around there. Let's go back to our playoff (laughs) scenario. So we got (laughs) Emmett, smiley face, you know, great-looking cat, horrible team, is now third place. Um, Devontae Adams, 
uh, Kamara show for him. Now, oh, D-Watt, too. I mean, D-Watt without Will Fuller, that, though. That's huge. And they got Brandon Cook. He has Brandon Cooks yeah. now. So he has the legitimate wide receiver one there. Um, I have the legitimate wide receiver two on their team. I just picked him up off waivers. Easy money. Um, Kiki, do you love Kiki, me? Kiki. But they play Indy twice in the next in the playoff positions. They play them this week. They got another game, and they play them again. Which, Indy's team, they need to go on a run. But that defense is the real deal. Um, maybe uh, I don't think Buckner was playing last week. No, but he's, maybe he's yeah, he got activated week. off the COVID list today, so he should be back. Okay, and so and maybe uh, you know with Jonathan Taylor there, Indy will muck it up more. You know, more of those dink and dunk passes to Hines, which he has, but and then Jonathan Taylor run heavy offense. So maybe they'll slow up D Watt, but that's a lot. That's that's dress money right there. If you know what I'm saying, <laughs> giving those draft picks away, like you are banking, like all right, I'm definitely. I might be wearing a dress next year. Yeah, you're gonna have to rely heavy on the the couple picks you have early, and hopefully get a guy like Devontae Adams or some that is gonna be able to carry your team because he he gave it up. He's trying to compete. Uh, I respect. Yeah, though. I respect the hell. Oh yeah, I like it when uh people go for it. You know, like even kind of getting down in the playoff hunt here is kind of where it's at. I'm in the fourth spot, but I'm not really going anywhere. I can get third. I can get fourth. I can get fifth. So it's not really. But how good how good is that you picked up Chubb? IR Chubb in the earlier this yeah. season. How good he looks like he hasn't skipped a beat. Oh, man. He he's fucking amazing. He is gonna be in that Delvin Cook Zeke Elliott now range next year in the draft order. In my opinion, I mean he's top three, top four running backs next year. In my opinion. yeah, he just doesn't get the um the passing work at all. And it, you can kind of say the same about Derrick Henry, but Derrick Henry's at least the only guy there. Whereas Chubb still has to deal with Hunt here and That's there. That's true. Like he's, but I I think Chubb's a better. Um, he's a better yeah, running back at this point in their careers. I would agree. Chubb looks better. Uh, they just don't like to throw him as a ball that much. I think he had two catches last week, so that was nice to see. And he actually got like thirty or forty yards total on those. But they just like Hunt, and I think Hunt resigned before this year started as well. So it's definitely gonna be Chubb and Hunt again next year. Do they go to? Do they keep Baker on that team? I mean, he missed a wide open. He's missed so many bad. Like easy passes this past couple of weeks, and it's kind of fr- I mean, they are getting wins because of how talented Chubb and Hunt are, and their defense is is pretty good. I mean, it's solid. Um, and Stefanski knows how to do the Minnesota offense with a questionable quarterback. Right. But you you would think they would want to go somewhere else. I mean, he he doesn't look like the guy. He I'm not saying he was the guy, but he looks like he's not in the style of offense that he likes, and he looks like the team is in a whole different like realm than he, where he is as a quarterback, and they lost confidence maybe i don't know it just seems they're i'm saying this and they're what eight and three nine and three it's weird for me to like to like knock on like their quarterback but he's not when i'm watching him he doesn't look good no he's missed a lot of throws and just open guys like when they're wide open staying there waving their arms and he still doesn't see them to me that just means he's before the play starts he knows where he's going or he, he has an idea where he's going to look first he's not even trying to read the defense or anything he's just going oh that guy's not open i'll go look at this guy and then maybe i'll get to the guy that's wide open in the end zone with his hands in the air um and i think i saw one time there was like a um just cream hunt in the flat or something and he was wide open the whole time whole time whole time and baker finally threw it and it was a bad pass and hunt couldn't bring it in and the cameras kind of switched to hunt and you could see his mouth he was just like come on man like come on, he's man. just like, what the hell is happening here? All you gotta do is throw it five. What about yards. Higgins? What did you see that Higgins Higgins season? That's why I dumped his ass. <laughs> um, Higgins season wide open in the end zone, and he like wide open the entire time, and he didn't throw it. He pulled the trigger, and then he threw it two two 
rose up into the stands. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's going yeah, on? It's weird. Um, it is weird. Um, I did a panic trade, but I, ha- I kind of had, I didn't have to, but I did it right before Lamar went into COVID list. It was, I picked up Josh Allen on a, for a fifth round pick. I got, and Antonio Brown, which I'm surprised he like was okay with that. I just wanted to pick. I don't think it mattered who you put in there. Yeah, and then five minutes later, Lamar went on COVID. I was like, hell yeah, let me get that. It was kind of luck of the draw. It made me look very smart at the oh, time. Oh, I thought you like saw something earlier no, or something. No, I had no. I, it was it was like less than five minutes. To- it was bang. Yeah, it was bang bang. It was bang bang. I wanted a screenshot when I uh, sent texted Belier, and then when it when it popped up on Fantasy News on the app because it was it had to be like two minutes it was so weird i was like oh shit it was it did come through i do remember seeing it come through because i get the notifications when it, a trade happens and i got a notification the trade went through and then yeah it was it's like two minutes and it said lamar test positive for covid i'm like damn oh man. it was wild on thanksgiving too right yeah so thanksgiving trade a turkey trade well it was the turkey tr- it was the will fuller trade because i was going against will fuller oh that's right he popped off right before and he popped off and i was like motherfucker i kind of need this dub and well i didn't get the dub obviously but i needed a quarterback and for some reason i don't know what it it might have been my sixth sense or just me just not knowing shit and just like fuck it i gotta you didn't want to play lamar versus Lam- pittsburgh that's what it was I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to play Lamar versus Pittsburgh because they were already setting it back. So they already had it back. So it was already a question mark. It didn't, like, even they were going on. So then at the time, again, Ryan Tannehill was my quarterback. I'm like, well, fuck, it would have been better if I started him. (laughs) I think over the long run, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, with their schedules going into the playoff push, um, they both are juicy where I can play either or. And a fifth rounder, I get an eight rounder back. And I get Antonio Brown, who, hey, an injury goes down with Godwin or Mike Evans, and he's a bonafide wide receiver one there. yeah they got a nice schedule as well but yeah getting back to the playoffs here so the guys that you know go for it we got a guy right here in seventh place who's playing the chump this week um i feel bad for him because he has a lot of points too in a his lot team. of points uh he's he's up there with it i think he's top five maybe top four in points top four or five and he's looking outside in right now facing me though he has a good team yeah but he went i mean it was what two or three weeks ago gave up First round for oh, yeah, Tyreek yeah, yeah. Hill. Which looked, at the time, who, again, though, this is what we say. Tyreek Hill is insane when he is insane. You know what I mean? <laughs> when he is insane. <laughs> it, was, it was insanity. He was the best football player I've ever seen on the field at a, at a given point. It was Randy Moss-esque how easy these touchdowns 13 were. 13 for 269 and three. What he, he had 202 in the first quarter or something? Yeah, he had 200 yards receiving in the first quarter. That's he crazy. might fuck around and go for 600 yards, 700 that yards was wild, in a game. man. He's just so long, he's so fast. And it's just, I don't know, that offense is crazy. But, yeah, I mean, he's going for it. He went He went for broke. Yeah, you mind is – I like to see that, though. If you have a chance like, – Yeah, instead of giving up. If you get in the – but also, if you get in the playoffs, we know this. The first seed doesn't obviously doesn't always win. Oh, I was undefeated no. going into the finals. You know what I mean? I was like, motherfuckers, no one could touch me, and I get knocked off by fucking fat boy himself, James fucking Stu. And you know what? I um, okay, we're gonna get over that. One. But but <laughs> I like people saying, "Fuck it, I have a chance to make the playoffs if I have this guy." And you know what? A first rounder. I have. I, I had C Mac as my first round pick. Obviously, it hasn't done shit for me. And luckily, I had other picks. But a first rounder doesn't guarantee you, obviously, a fucking playoff. Our tenth place team is two and ten. 
They had two pick. They had the number two and the number four and number five pick. Got Barkley and Michael Thomas. Ain't shit now. They're two and ten. Exactly. That's why I'm like, all right, I will do a first rounder, but one, three, and five. That's a lot. But I'll do a first round pick if if it means I'm possibly be in the running for playoffs. He got dealt a bad hand playing uh, Kev, uh, our top dog, yep. um, me, and then playing me, which he needs not only a W, but he needs a point differential that is kind of a lot in some people's minds. Yep. And so it's he's dealt a bad hand, but I like his I like the style of going for it. Like, you know, I have a chance. I can do it. And fuck it. I have a chance. If I get the playoffs, I have a chance to fucking win the whole thing. And win some serious cash. Yeah. And, I mean, he went for it last year as well. He was the guy who traded a second rounder for Sammy Watkins. And like Ouch. Too. So. He had James White, though. You know, James White's coming back now. Playoff. This is James White time. It's De- it's Derrick Henry and James White time. He went for it last year, and that's what kind of put him behind coming into this year, you know. He, he has the points, but he doesn't have the wins because he wasn't winning the early matchups. Because he put himself behind from last year. I mean, when you start the yeah. season one and four, I mean, he's he's gone five and two since. But you just put yourself in such a hole at the beginning by giving up those early picks. Yeah, and then he well, and then he traded his early pick, which was came out to be a good trade. But he traded his first round pick early in the season um, for some actually some bona fide studs this year with uh, Scary Terry and uh, Tyler Lockett, who Tyler Lockett um, kind of almost is like a. A baby Tyreek, he can go off for games. He had a forty-point game yeah, this he's year. Been, so. He's been struggling uh, lately, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about the guy next to him <laughs> in there later. Later in the the segments that we have, because he's one of my guys to to win you the league. But um, yeah, I love that mentality with these guys um, and the guys that are selling them. I mean, if you have a high component and you did get Delta Bayhead with Saquon and Mike Thomas this year. Go, I mean, if you could get a first-rounder for Tyreek Hill, which I was questioning before he went off for 85 points, but, yeah, still I mean, if L, you can though. get it, fuck it. Yeah, shit, that's two – again, he has two first-round picks next year, and he can try it again. Let's try it again for this one. Yeah, I mean, you got to run a bet. You gotta, and he got a fifth-rounder for you me. You got to accept it at some point. But, yeah, I like what you're saying, these guys in the middle. That's where uh, that's where the the playoff hunt comes down to. It's the 5, 6, 7, 8 team. All of them have a chance to get in there. Um some need some help. Some need. Some have destiny in their own hands. Um, it's just a. Uh, it's a lot going on down there. It's hard to explain it all. But basically, there's two teams that are seven and five. There's two teams that are six and six. So those seven and five teams, they get their wins. They're in, and they're playing the six and six teams. So I mean, these four teams that are battling for that playoff spot are all playing each other this week. So that's what you love to see at the end of a season. The thing I I like that most. I mean, nobody's honestly quitting. I don't th- like if you quit, as you say, you don't care about the team. You don't start anybody you want. And you don't look for trades like, like you said, Belier, a guy that we have in our, our he had um, Tyreek Hill, and then he had Josh Allen, who Josh Allen is a bona fide fantasy quarterback option. And I was like, all right, I, Lamar, I thought was the guy. I traded him without draft picks, and I was like, well, with Lamar, and that Steelers game questionable. Um, he he made it known he wanted a fifth rounder for him. I was like, I could, I can give up a fifth rounder for Josh Allen, and luckily I got Antonio Brown with him. Um, that's just not only a panic mood, but it's something that I kind of like too, because I'm, I like having options at quarterback position with the matchups coming down to the playoff push. Um, it's just fun. I, this, this is where it's fun, fun because you make the like you first. said, you, fuck off, dude. I'm trying, man. <laughs> trying my best, dude. 
I'm putting out my my teams. I'm putting out rolling out good good rosters each and every week. It's just they're not hitting. They are hitting. They're just not hitting as high as I like need them to hit. I mean, it sucks too. You've I mean, you had first pick. You got C Mac, and he's played for three weeks for you. Yeah, and uh, that and but that's the way the cookie crumbles. You know, I can't really bash it because that's where that's where we talk about the waiver wires. That's where you get Mike Davis was a bona fide stud for two to three weeks for me. And then I traded him off. Um, so, like, that's what fantasy is all about. It's never about you can lose in the draft, but you, uh, you can't win in the draft. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah, you got to stick with it the whole time. It's a good lesson for people, man. <laughs> it's a le- lesson in life. Um, do you, So, we have the playoff scenario. Kind of what is going down is you got four people that are guaranteed spots. One person that is fighting for a bye, which you're playing this week. Tough matchup. Uh, you have a good – it's a tough matchup. You guys are both having uh, good matchups. His team is with Galladay and Julio Jones is a question mark. And Swift is a question mark. Swift is, and especially with the concussions in a, in a rookie, you don't want to mess with that. Uh, but, I mean, he's got Delvin Cook versus Jacksonville in Minnesota. So, I'm expecting at least 30 points from Cook there. I don't. I, I think Jacksonville is playing him tough. Um, Cleveland last week showed that. Well, how many did Chubb have? Chubb went off, didn't he? Last week versus Jacksonville, Chubb went for 144 and one. Yeah, he's going for 40 points. <laughs> uh, yeah, bad. it's not looking great there. The, the the only thing you could say is like, oh, hopefully they'll throw the ball, but then he's starting Justin Jefferson and Kyle Rudolph. So, I mean, I got to have some Adam Thielen touchdowns over there in Minnesota if I want to have a chance. Well, this is what the guy – this dealt again – Top draft picks don't mean shit. He he used two of his top draft picks on tight ends, and it's biting him in the ass. You got one guy, Mark, Mark Andrews, in COVID list, and you have another one, Greg Kittle, who's on IR for the rest of the year. So it's like this is what happens in fantasy. Um, he got dealt a bad hand. He had plenty of – he had the most um, high draft picks of the season last year. He was the dress wearer, so mm-hmm. he had a lot of picks. Um, but – Again, injuries and the way the season works sometimes, it is what it is. It's going to be a tight matchup for you this week. I, I And I'm going to enjoy – you're playing Hayden Hurst, though. God. Hayden? Yeah, he's been all, he's been up and down a lot. Uh, you got a good matchup. He just kind of si- chills in that, like, seven to nine-point range. If he catches a touchdown, he'll get in double digits. But, man, there's just no many more options out there. I had Logan Thomas for a bit, but – they're playing Pittsburgh this week. I'm definitely not starting anybody against Pittsburgh. We we are a non-tight end podcast. Oh we my just, gosh! It, it's it's I think it's the ugliest it's been in a long time, especially with Ertz being injured. When T.J. Hawkinson is the third best tight end in the league, we have an issue. It's tough. You know what I mean? Like he's not blowing anybody's socks off. You saw that fucking Turkey Day madness where he went a wide open right side of the field and he went right into the fucking defense for what? What do we know? What went through his head there? What do you mean? You don't know his flea flicker? The flea flicker that they had, he caught the ball and went, oh, the guys are coming at me in the left side. The right side is open for another 20 yards. I'm going to go to the left and see what I can do. Oh, he made the wrong move, huh? Not even the wrong move. It was the the. We'll talk about it. Is what it is. You didn't pick that <laughs> I don't up? I remember, dude. That was the first thing I said with that dumb. It's a long time ago, but. Um, oh, we haven't talked about that. We've okay scenarios. I'm, I'm jumping around. I'm it's ADD all podcast over the place. tonight. Stay with us. ADD podcast. Stay with us. Uh, stay with us. Don't hey, don't get seasick. <laughs> um, Matt Patricia, Patricia is gone. Bye, bye, Quinn. Bye, Matty. See ya. That's joyous news. Our Christmas list. I mean, Santa came early. Oh, yeah. oh, Black, Black Friday. It's just so sad how 
screwed that roster is, though. I look, I'm look, i looking at it now. Kenny Galladay's not happy. They're not going to pay him. Swift is in concussion protocol. Carryon Johnson doesn't get the ball. They give the ball to a 40-year-old running back, and people are happy that he they went. they got to break this shit down and start over, man. Again. Like, I'm, I'm talking, like, Stafford, too. As much I like Stafford. I like having him there, but he's, he's gone. just keeping us he's in gone. this, like, limbo of mediocrity. Like, we're never going to make the playoffs with him because he's got a big contract, and he's just, I mean, he's just there, and we keep, like, kind of winning, but kind of not winning. So, I know we had a third pick this year, but, I mean, we're end up in the, the back half of the, the top ten, and, you know, we'll pick up some guy here and there, but I just nobody wants to come to Detroit and play for us, so free agency sucks. Free agency sucks. You have to, just like everything else in Detroit, you have to draft guys because no guy wants to come to Detroit. We're not, like, a market that people are enjoying coming. We're losing every team, Tigers, Pistons, and Lions are losing. I mean, Pistons had the best chance, and they're still. I mean, they've been well, yeah. losing for still, two decades it's losing now. Losing franchise, so it's, like, it's bad weather. You got to pay income tax. Like it's there's not a lot of national spotlight. You don't no. get the Monday night games, like, Sunday nights. No, and it's gonna be tough. Um, we gotta get we gotta win in the draft. We gotta get a quarterback in the draft. We gotta get. I want the Joe Burrows. T. Higgins connection for 10 years. That's like what my goal is. So if we can hopefully get a first round pick, even a late first round pick for Stafford and trade him to like a Cleveland Browns or like a Dallas Cowboys who don't want to pay Dak, something like that. Ideally, that's what I want. But I don't know. I mean, he with the new market of quarterbacks, he looks like a steal. But again, with this COVID, the salary cap's going to go down. It's going to be tough. Yeah, I think we got to just break it down and start up. Whoever they bring in. Whoever they bring I don't even care who they bring in, GM. I just don't give a fuck. I just don't care as long as it's not that sweaty <laughs> yeah, asshole. Yeah, I'm just glad to be on from and that. It bothers me that, like, so many people came out to him and, like, thank God he's done. I'm like, is he, was he, he must have been that bad. Right, yeah, it's bad. I think Kenny Galladay liked the, liked the post where he got fired. Or like the announcement he got fired. Like when your own team there we go. Like is happy that you're gone, that's not great. I know there's some guys that definitely some guys like him. I wouldn't say everybody hated him because there's definitely some guys that like him, some guys that are boys with him, whatever. That's gonna happen. But I mean, when your star wide receiver doesn't like you, it's weird. It's it's gotta I mean that culture's just gotta be weird in the locker room. Yeah, and it's what bothers me is like they've hit on one person and they're not paying that person they hit on. They've only hit on Kenny Galladay. Yeah. I mean, with their draft picks, I mean, maybe Jared Davis, but he no. seems like a guy that is is, is a one-dimensional guy. He's a first-rounder. He can hit he? real hard. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not a first-round talent. And a linebacker, that like with linebackers can change cultures. You know what I mean? In the defensive oh, side, yeah. I mean, you can you look at you know, you you name it. Um, Clay Matthews before um, whatever it may be, it just um, Ray Lewis, whatever it's it may hard be. Soul but of the defense, exactly. That's the quarterback of the defense, most likely, and. What do we have to show show for? We have Kenny Galladay, and then we traded up for a Hawaiian guy who's special teams and plays every once in a <laughs> yeah. while in defense too. So it's like we got one guy. That's it. And then you don't utilize the other guys that you draft. It's just one of those things that it's just frustrating to me. It's frustrating to everybody. But it's also frustrating to fantasy owners. A lot of people last year banked on Carrion Johnson. They're like, this guy's going to be the guy. This guy's going to be the thing. Dud. People banked on DeAndre Swift this year. This guy's going to be the guy. Dud. Don't. TJ Hawkinson. He's been a solid. Look, we've already talked about this. Tight ends suck. Right. So, but he's been a solid tight end for you, but he's not going to win you like Travis Kelsey win you weeks. Dud. So, as a fantasy owner, stay away from the Lions. Usually, Stafford's a pretty good fantasy quarterback. This year, he's a dud. He doesn't do much. 
And I don't. It's not his fault. It's just the way they are. <laughs> um, we can get off this fucking topic. We, I'm, I'm done. I'm not even get riled up over it because it is what it is. Hopefully, we get a brand new, you know, so, you know, greener pastures. Let's get off that. Let's go on to. Okay, we're we're off our fucking our league. We we have a big week this week. We'll talk about yeah, it next week. Not the finals. we. You. Me. I have a big hey. week this week. I gotta win. If I win, I'm in. We the That's all that matters. Win, I'm in. Win, I'm in. Let's talk about it. We're gonna talk about the guy. Or the guys win you the championship. This entire year is depending on this guy. This guy is going to lead you the way. Who do you have or have as players that can win you flat out, win you weeks to win that championship? In this next playoff, this playoff push, who is the guy or the guys you want on your roster that, you know what, I'm fucking happy. I'm going to win now because this dude is a dog. Uh, I think the the first one for me would be Travis Kelsey. We we talked about how shitty the the tight end situation is. He's got 66 more fantasy points than the tight end two and Darren Waller, and he's got 100 more points than the tight end 12. So like the last tight end one, he's got 100 more points That's than crazy. him. He's averaging 15 points per game. Oh, it's just every week. He's just such an advantage over who you're playing against. Like, whoever they decide to start at tight end, it's Kelsey's going to outscore him. I mean, even if the tight end catches a touchdown, Kelsey's still going to, you know, get seven for 90 yards or something crazy where he's just putting up points every week. He's been the tight end one the last four years. He's going to be the tight end one the end of this year. He's just unstoppable out there with Mahomes. And then they got Tyreek out there running those deep routes and just opening up the field, the middle of the field for Kelsey. So, I mean, if I have one player on my team that just gives you such an advantage over everybody else, it's Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, he is above and beyond the best tight end in the game. And then you, there's no argument there. You know what I mean? Like, there's arguments to every single other positional player. There's no arguments no. with Travis Kelsey in the tight end position. He is that good. He's got some solid matchups on the stretch as well. Um, this week, Denver. Do you, th- do you think they're gonna? Yeah, I'm just like worried. Are they w- when they clinch? But it's gonna be big time this year because you don't know about the COVID stuff. So yeah, you might be. The, they might be playing for. They're going for a bye week versus the Steelers. That's it. Yes. There's only yes, one that's bye. A huge, that's huge. And, th- and that, glad you brought that up because that makes it every game that more important and that means they got to win out and it's that makes like us worried about are they just going to throw in the towel they're giving to play them is not existent anymore that that one buy is so big for fantasy and it makes the fucking kansas city chiefs and patrick mahone owners like i'm not going to put obviously he's an easy guy to pick as like yeah you can throw him in there i mean the he's, he's definitely the the quarterback one he's outscoring almost every quarterback every week Kyler murray was Hot and he kind of has that shoulder thing going on, so we'll see if he can bounce back. But yeah, Mahomes is definitely the. If you have like our first place team has Mahomes and Kelsey, it's like those two combined are just such an advantage. And then week sixteen, most fancy championships, they're playing in Kansas City versus Atlanta, like just the worst pass defense in the league almost. And yeah. this team is just gonna they're gonna crush them in week sixteen. So it's it's a wild setup, but yeah, Mahomes Kelsey stack would that's a very ideal. That's huge. I'm going to do a homer pick here. Oh, yeah. Let us hear it. Uh, A.J. Brown. Okay. I like him. He had a big touchdown. He had a – oh, it's a big play, right? A big play. A big play. This is what – that's concerning for me. I mean, he doesn't get a lot of value, but this is his matchups during down the stretch, um, which sh- shocked me. I was questioning – not questioning. I shouldn't have said questioning, but I had an, uh, an issue where they both went off. But um, do I start A.J. Brown over Devontae Parker? Parker played with the played the Jets – and um, A.J. Brown played uh, the Colts, which Colts is what I 
I think is the best defense in the league. Washington is up there too as the stats-wise. But that was a real concern for me last week. I played AJ, and he showed me with that one play, took a, a eight-yard in, fucking gone. You know, 60-yard touchdown, made made his stat line that much more juicy. Yeah, he only had four receptions, though. That's the thing. But with this going on, this is why I'm picking him. He has Cleveland this week. Good matchup. Yep. Jacksonville, Detroit, and Green Bay are his three playoff game stretches. And without a doubt, I think it's the juiciest matchup for an elite wide receiver. I'm going to call him elite because he is a big play guy. At that time, Green Bay might a lot, might lock up by with the NFC. The NFC's trash. Trash, in my opinion. Like, I mean, like, eh, rot, uh, we'll talk about that later, but they're trash. And Green Bay might have locked it up already where they're kind of coasting. But you got Jacksonville and Detroit. You got, I mean, you got to make it to the fucking championship. So you got Jacksonville and Detroit in your playoff window, and you have an elite wide receiver. And I know you have Tractor Cito there as Derrick Henry, but you need a, a, a threat, and he shows that threat, and Tannehill is there, and he's a he's a suitable quarterback to give him the ball. I'm looking at A.J. Brown, and, and I'm very happy on his schedule, his matchups, and I'm very happy starting him every week that he might give you that 10 points above his projection where you can win that week, in my opinion. That's where I think that's huge. You know, he's averaging... Let's say his projection this week is 15. If he gives you 25-plus, which he did last week, he I think his projection was 12. He gave you 24. Um, it's huge. And I think A.J. Brown is that guy going down the stretch that can win you the championship. I'm not going to give you the, the cookie-cutter ones. I want A.J. Brown, and I'm telling you that he's going to be the pleasant surprise in the wide receiver, wide receiver position to win you the weeks that need to get the, your name on that trophy. That makes sense. I mean, that's uh, the obvious one. I think you kind of in that there was Derrick Henry, just being a, the beast that he is in the November, December games and the schedule that they have. Why not AJ Brown as well? I mean, it's it's Tannehill, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry, and that's the offense over there in Tennessee. So they got a nice, easy schedule for the three of them. And if you got any three of them on your team, I like that. I think a receiver that's kind of almost kind of in that same area. Uh, he doesn't have the big plays. Is Allen Robinson? He's he's got a nice schedule. Yeah. He's playing home against Houston, at Minnesota, and at Jacksonville. So a couple of away games, which will probably be beneficial to him, being that he's on Chicago and Chicago is kind of cold weather in these times. So playing at Minnesota's dome and then down in Florida would be nice for the championship week. Um, but it just it comes down to who's playing quarterback over there in Chicago. It's Trubisky and then it's Foles and now it's back to Trubisky. It's like you like to have that that camaraderie with your quarterback out there, that chemistry, but when you're switching those back and forth, it kind of messes it up a little bit. But if they just get him the targets, he's going to ball out because he catches a lot of 50-50 balls being how bad these quarterbacks are. But he can do it, and I like that schedule down the stretch. I'm right there with you. Um, and I, I'm not a big Chicago guy, but talent supersedes the the team, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I think he is arguably, if he was in a different team, he would be arguably the top wide receiver in the NFC or AFC, whatever it may be, but he's that talented. He's just showing you how good he is on how bad that team is. And it's not, I mean, like a bad team, even fucking, I think if he was on the Jets, God, fuck, maybe or not, but (laughs) even on the Jets, I would see him being a great wide receiver. It's just, that offense is such a clusterfuck. I'm scared of it, but you're right. He has a, they have a juicy schedule down the stretch and 
Maybe with Mitch there, it showed. I mean, it showed last week that I mean he got what two tutties. Yeah, he had eight for seventy four and two tutties. I think one of those was late garbage time type. But I, hey, whatever, they might be in that situation. Yeah, they might be in that situation where they fucking need garbage time. And if that's the case, more power to it. Who gives a fuck about the wins losses? It's about the fantasy points, baby. Yes, sir, who else you got over there that's gonna win a week for you? Dude, this is such bullshit because I got both these mugs on my roster, oh, which is okay. fucking terrible. It's fucked up. Picks. I know. A homer pig time. Uh, Austin Eckler, though. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, I was pleasantly surprised. They were kind of like um, concerned. There were some questions about him playing this week, um, you know, rolling him out slow. He had a career high 16 targets, though. So it's like Anthony Lynn obviously was talking shit. And then he had 16 targets plus 14 carries. So it's the volume of that is undeniable. And if you want to you know, superset that with Keenan Allen's volume, um, Mike Williams is back. He was a little injured shocker. But I think down the stretch, Austin Eckler with Balaj injured, with Justin Jackson now injured, with uh, Pope, who is whatever, um, these guys are nothing compared to Austin Eckler. And I think he's the workhorse that they've been wanting the entire season, and they haven't had him since week four. And last week they showed that they want to utilize that position, especially for a rookie quarterback who is obviously a stud. They have a guy with him. But there's a lot of check down opportunities, and Austin Eckler is that guy. Um, with New England this week, this is going to be a good test for them and him and the offense to see where they're at and how much they utilize him because New England likes to take your best player and put him on the fucking sidelines like a like a pedestrian. Yeah, I think that would be Keenan um, Allen more than Austin Eckler. That's what my hope is. Um, but to see this, to see him perform the way he did last week and how he looked good and not get injured, um, it looks great. And I, I wanna, I'm going to ride him heavy. I, I drafted him pretty oh, high. I think it was pretty high. I don't know oh, when I, I drafted referring him. referring to the ride him heavy statement oh well maybe not see that's the thing this is my this is red flag number one this is why i'm the chump though too anthony lynn came out with a comment about like yeah we're probably not gonna make the playoffs oh yeah don't fucking do that dude don't fucking do that you have a guy you paid him let's utilize him um you have atlanta las vegas denver and they're the three playoff games um it's a pretty solid position for you yeah Atlanta played pretty good against um David Carr and his man- manicure or his uh I don't even know how you say it what is mascara uh, mascara eyeliner looking there ass um but I think they're gonna that's a good that's again a good little matchup um with Atlanta Las Vegas and Denver's run defenses are kind of they're hit or miss it's not even a run it's just the the catches that he gets they design plays exactly for they, you know it's not like the where it was Balaj is getting dump offs and stuff like these are actually designed plays to get Eckler in space or one-on-one with the linebacker because he's going to be the linebacker where like Balaj, like he might he might not you don't really know but you know that Eckler can beat a linebacker in single coverage great point great point and I think he just that that weapon um he is what I would I'd be confident to say C-Mac will be down the stretch, but I don't know where C-Mac is at. I would put him on the list, but again, he's such a big question mark that I'm more confident because I saw him earlier, Austin Eckler, as a guy to run me uh, right into the, the championship game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think another running back, kind of like him, is Aaron Jones up in Green Bay. He's, he's kind of trending down a little bit here recently. He hasn't been playing as many but snaps. Because fucking Williams is fucking good, dude. Paul Williams has looked good running the ball and, and catching a little bit. Um, Aaron Jones' target's been a little bit down the last couple weeks. Um, and who's to say, you know, they're just not playing him as much because Jamal's playing as well. But that schedule in the playoffs is so juicy. It's at Detroit. Juice. Carolina and then Tennessee, both of those at home in Green Bay. Uh, the Packers are so, so good. good in Lambeau. 
especially in the cold weather games. And Aaron Jones, I I think when he turns it on, he turns it on. And yet these haven't been the best games, but he's only got one touchdown these last four games. You know, early in the season, he was getting touchdown every game, sometimes multiple touchdowns. I think that will start to pick back up here. Um, They've been throwing the ball a lot down at the goal line, but you come this cold weather and stuff, you know, the footing's not as good for these receivers and tight ends. I think you can get back to running the ball. I think Aaron Jones can help you win the championship. Uh, I like that. I mean, I traded him away, you know, jump. But <laughs> he's fucking good. Um, He needs to get back on that. He just needs more snaps. Yeah, he needs more he needs more catches. Just give him a few more snaps. He's so efficient when he gets the ball that he – I mean, he's still putting up points when he's not – and we're saying, like, give him the ball more, but he had 17 carries and, like, one catch last week. So it's not – I mean, he had 18 yeah, opportunities. So yeah. it's just because he's not getting the end zone as much, and that's why you're not seeing the big boom games from him. I got a guy. Go ahead, Dan. Who I like a lot. He was somewhat on your roster, though. Hey. Nick Chubb. I'm just going to – another running back. If you can get over the – which is a depleted Baltimore team on that first playoff yep. game, you have the Giants, and, and then if, hope to God, you get to that championship game, you got the New York Jets, and I think he is going to – feed like i said before i have a big i don't know what it is i watch him and he makes a play every single run he is i think he's averaging 4.5 yards a carry or something like that it's it's something ridiculous this where season? it's like you feed him the ball or the pat i don't think it's this season i think this past couple um no that's what i mean this season he's averaging 6.25 yards per carry oh excuse me sorry sorry it's 4.5 yards after oh, contact. Okay. okay. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. That's how badass he is. He's getting six yards of carry, and then once a the motherfucker hits him after one, two yards, he's getting another four yards after that motherfucker. So it's like, this dude is a beast. Over 100 yards per game right now as his average. Yeah. He, he's a stud. The, the schedule, if you get over that Baltimore game, Giants are picking up their defense, but at that time they might be cashing it in where they're like, you know what, let's go fucking – schedule a vacation or something but so yeah it's gonna be a cold game in new york or new jersey wherever the hell they play over there so it's gonna be a running game he's imp- and he's impressive and just like i said if you have a bad quarterback what the fuck do you do you run the fucking ball with your studs and he's the bell cow um kareem hump is obviously the, the the catching running back whatever you want to call them they're both studs they both can play they both can win you the fucking league but i i push heavy with chubb these next couple uh, weeks, especially the matchups with the Giants and the Jets, if you can get there. Yeah, I like that. Well, hopefully, I can get over that matchup because I'll be playing Week 14, no matter what. Well, I mean, it's it's a big if if uh, Cletus Campbell or not is playing. If Campbell's playing, then you have an issue. But if he's not, yeah, Campbell and uh, what's his name, Brandon Williams, the other guy, those two big dudes up front are. Just... Yeah, and I don't know. They've been kind of. It's been a weird up and down because I got. Ravens defense too on my team, but it's been up and down. But again, defenses or whatever. But I like Chubb. If he was on my, I'd be very happy having him in my playoff. Oh push. yeah, he came back right at the perfect time for me. Perfect time. Let's do one more. I like. I like. Let's do one more. Let's go a, a sneaky pick that you you think that somebody doesn't have on their or obviously somebody has, but who might show out and be like, you know what, this guy won me the league, and I didn't. I didn't think I, he was gonna win me the league. Um, I would say a little bit lower. I mean, he's probably on most rosters at this point. But he, I mean, he could have been dropped and stuff. But a homer pick for me this time. But Jonathan Taylor from the Colts. Yeah, no, I agree. Their match, their their schedule's juicy coming. Their schedule is so nice coming up. I mean, they're playing Houston this week in Houston, and then they get Vegas to start the playoffs, and then they get Houston again, and then the only downfall is Week 16 is at Pittsburgh. So that's that's going to be either very tough to play them that week, or hopefully you have to be able to pivot to someone else. But I mean, these next three weeks are huge matchups for him. He's coming back off the COVID list. He didn't have COVID. He was just close contact. 
So at least we know he wasn't sick or anything like that. He's getting over. It was his fucking girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend went home or visited or something like that. So that, it was very unfortunate because he had a good matchup last week versus Tennessee. Uh, Naheem Hines, I think, had a good game still. Um, but the week before, week 11, he got 22 carries. That's kind of more on pace with what they were doing at the beginning of the year. They were getting him up in the you know, 15, 16 carries a game. So just get him some more carries down the stretch here. Those two games against Houston, I think that's a it's a Houston team that kind of feels defeated to me. I mean, they've been playing okay, but now that they just lost their number one receiver, uh, they lost their number one cornerback and Brandon Roby, he tested for a substance as well. So, And they're not going to make the playoffs, so it's just a bad stretch for the Texans. They get to play them twice here where the Colts are pushing for the playoffs. So I think they're going to rely on Taylor down the stretch here. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. I mean, Hines has been there for a while. It just – it just – the cream's going to rise at the top. Yeah. He seems like a guy. You just got to get him the carries, get him, let him get in rhythm, and then he can get out there and ball out for sure. You got a guy in mind for uh, kind of the edge yeah, of the roster? Yeah, I do, This, which is wild to me. Uh, Amari Cooper. Yeah. he's been Him and Dalton kind of got a connection. They got a connection, and their their schedule is pretty juicy coming down the stretch. They got Cincinnati as their four, week 14, San Fran, and Philly. And obviously Darius, big no play slay, showed you what DK did to him. Um, I'm not saying they're going to match up. But like I said, if you get over, I mean, Cincinnati's a wash team. San Fran is, it is what it is. They're playing good now. I don't know whether they're going to be play week 15. But like you said before, Dalton has a good stretch with him. They're, he seems to be confident. Last two weeks, he had seven and eight targets, six catches both both times. 81 yards and 112 yards with a touchdown last week. Um, he's coming at a he's coming at a pretty pretty big pace right now, and he's actually playing pretty well. Um, I'm looking at his schedule or looking at his he's playing he's talented as fuck, dude. I don't know what's going on. He's, he's a really Hopefully good runner. Yeah, yeah. Mark Cooper's my guy. He's wide receiver 21 ranked uh, this week with Baltimore. We'll see how he plays with Baltimore. Um, that's a weird game. I, I'm confused. I don't know what to do there. That's yeah, weird. That's a late. It was a Tuesday game, right? Yeah, and then but you got down the stretch, you got Cincinnati, San Fran, and Philly, and then I'm not worried about any of those matchups. So if you have him as your wide receiver two, three, I'm happy with it. And fuck it, if he's if he's doing six catches with one twelve and a tutty, I mean you're fucking winning. I mean you're, I mean that's your wide receiver three. You you have a good chance of winning that week, and uh, let's hope that comes to reality. Mari Cooper's my guy. I didn't, I hate him, but he's proven the last two weeks. If you keep that stretch going. Um, and then with Andy Dalton there, he looked good last week. So, uh, with a big, I mean, a pretty tough defense in Washington too. So, good look for him. Yeah. I like to see him, you know, people, I mean, he kind of dropped. I think he was in that third round area this year in the draft. Yeah, that CD Lamp pick kind of screwed things up with the drafting and stuff. But he's been, I mean, when Dak was there, he played well. And then he's been playing well with Dalton. So, he's showing that he actually earned the money that they paid him. Yeah. All right. Let's uh let's go to the last thing here. We're gonna go duds of the regular season. Duds. Let's go to duds, dude. I'm so duddy out. I'm ready to get give some me, duds uh, in. Give me your the the worst dud of the regular season this year. I mean, I don't know if it's dud. I mean, you do want to do injuries because Saquon's a dud. But. Yeah. I mean, we can. I, I'll list up. So we got you know these guys all injured, crushed seasons, higher picks. You got C-Mac, you got Barkley, you got Michael Thomas, Mixon, Kittle, Eckler, Galladay, Carson, Odell Beckham Jr., Zach Ertz. Like, all those dudes had shitty seasons because of injuries. So, injuries are, you know, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to hate on injuries, especially yeah. some of these guys. Like, CMC, never been hurt. Barkley, never really been hurt. Michael Thomas, never been hurt. Mixon, Kittle, whatever. But, I mean, Eckler hasn't really been hurt. Like, these guys usually play all the time, and it's just, you know, a shitty situation. 
I'm going to do a big dud. With that minus injuries, minus everything, is Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he's really fallen off these last few weeks. Falling off last, I mean, he's rated running back 17 now. You drafted him. Top number three. Three or four, probably. Number three or four? I mean, and you drafted him because he was the safe pick. You know what I mean? Where he was going to get you the running back, your running back one numbers that you needed. And he hasn't. That's a weird thing. He was. And then once Dak went down, that whole team, like, I mean, besides Kyle Vamari, that whole team went to shit. Yeah, and I, I, I guess I could throw that in there. Like that's kind of the un. But I mean, good players overcome that, and Zeke's not. They should. He's not yeah. Doing what he used to do. Like eleven games this year, he's ran seven hundred yards, only five touchdowns. He's had a weird fumbling kind yeah. of shit going on too. He's had six fumbles. He's like he's like lost some confidence. Yeah, it's been weird. Um. Yeah, under four yards per carry for the first time in his career. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. It's it's a strange, and his attempts are way down. It's a red flag, kinda. I mean, he got paid a lot, but again, he seems like a type of player. Once your big dog goes down, he's gonna put it on cruise control. You know what I mean? Like they their season's kind of yeah. The team's eh, kind of defeated. You know where it's like yeah, it's kind of like I'm not gonna risk it. I think they I'm had some gonna, hope you know? when Dalton came in, but then when Dalton got that concussion, I think they all lost all hope when they're starting this yeah this undrafted dude. Danucci or whatever, and then the next week you're starting to do that you just signed two weeks ago. Like, just a sit- shitty situation over there. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I don't know how I would act, but if you drafted him ahead of Kamara, which a lot of, some people did, you know, draft him ahead of, you know, other studs, mm-hmm. you're you're possibly, if I mean, out of the playoff. I mean, it's not saying, obviously, first-round picks not, is nothing, but that's a, big, that's a big loss. I mean, that's a big loss in your top three or top four picks and him not producing yep. – for your big running back one. Um, obviously, I could have said C-Mac, but this guy's is similar, but he's played every game, you know. So it's kind of – it's it's not – I'm with it. I have him in – or I had him in a keeper league, and I traded him away in that keeper league this year. I got some players and stuff or gave him a little pick or whatever, but uh, he just hasn't looked the same. And, you know, going into next year is going to be his age 26 season. We'll see how he looks next year once they get that offense back and rolling. But, yeah, struggling right now, and schedule's not the best down the stretch for running teams, so – He's no, a duddy. That's like my big dud, yep. I think. I'll give you my big dud here is on your roster, Lamar Jackson. He, I mean, he's drafted in the top two, three rounds in almost every league, going as quarterback one or two. Uh, crazy season last year. It was just out of this world. But this year, he's only got four games in our league scoring, which is six points passing, plus you get some bonuses at 300 yards or 100 yards rushing and stuff. So there's there's points going around for quarterbacks. And he's only got four games over 20 fantasy points this season. Compared to other guys like Brady, Roethlisberger, and Cousins, all have seven. Wentz has six. And then in reference, Mahomes, he's 10 off 11. He's been over 20 points. So if you chose Mahomes early season or early round quarterback, good for you. If you chose Lamar, he, uh, he, he's struggling a bit. And he's got this nice schedule down the stretch, so it's – you know, he could still turn it around. He could still make people happy by winning him a, a playoff. But as of right now, regular season, I think where he was drafted and the hype around it, Lamar is kind of a dud. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I have him. Um, I banked on him playing better down the stretch. Um, I'm not seeing it yet, obviously, with the COVID and all that shit. But AFC is a little bit harder matchups. He has a juicy matchup down the stretch coming in. Hopefully he gets, you know, going. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not expecting, obviously, the 40-point games, but 
you're expecting those like 25 those big 30 rushes, or something. Those, exactly and, uh, and i'm going to start him in some of these matchups i mean they're they're too juicy not to um so we'll see down the stretch um it might bite me in the ass might me not but i'm banking on him to, to show me who he really is and if if it's not then i'll die with it but it is a very disappointing year for him and i don't know it's just like everything else but greg roman seems to once he gets figured out, he's not really good at, at uh, the second-year type of uh, adjustments. Yeah, and they're just such a rushing team. It seems If they lose the lead early, they're, they're struggling. They're, yeah. they're not a throwing team by any means. They're not going to drop back yep. and throw it 50 times a game. And that's kind of almost another dud there is Hollywood Brown. He, you know, he had a lot damn, of hype around right? him. He's only got one 100-yard game. Wide receiver 43 now, right now. He had three touchdowns. He caught that one deep one last week where – McSorley threw it to him, but his only 100-yard game was week one. I mean, he's averaging less than 50 yards per game. This was a dude everyone thought was going to pop off this year, have a great sophomore season. He's He's been out there every game. He's playing all the snaps. He's just, I mean, the targets or whatever, it's just not happening for him right now. I'll throw another one out there just for shits and giggles. Um, I, It's kind of an iffy one, though, because I don't know. Since they they drafted somebody, it's kind of, it throws it a little bit down because he was high. At the beginning of the year, and then the draft, the draft came in. But Devin Singletary, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna bunch him and Cam Akers together because Cam Akers, I seen go way high, and he hasn't done shit this entire year. Yep. Those guys, I'm not saying they're, they're, you didn't draft them like you guys were, they were gonna win you the league, but you drafted them that they're gonna stay on your roster the entire oh, year, yeah. and they haven't. I mean, they're, they're both droppable in my, in my situation, in my thought process. And when you do draft those guys, and sometimes people reach for them. They might hit. This is a big risk for him, and they might not. Like a T. Higgins, you you know you, you reach for T. Higgins, or you drafted him. Like yeah, he's a suitable wide receiver three, wide receiver two. I mean, with Burroughs there, he's a wide receiver two, wide receiver three. No question about it. Yeah, there's injuries, but now you look at Singletary, and he's you're not drafting him next year. So it's like these guys, and even Julio, Julio Jones. I think he had. I mean, he had great weeks, but again, it's just like the same fucking thing. Injuries. With Atlanta. Atlanta. Injuries, but then also they don't they don't give him the they don't they never give him as as many looks as he should. He should be getting Keenan Allen targets every single week, in my opinion. I mean, like, and they they do do it sometimes, but he don't fucking find the end zone, and then they just don't they ghost him sometimes. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't I don't know. That's just my <laughs> yeah, opinion. Yeah, I feel it. they use him as a decoy almost, but yeah. And Juju Smith Schuster, fuck you. <laughs> Still hate not Juju. He did. He had a good fucking stiff arm last week. Wednesday. I don't yeah, know I guess a forty-year-old dude. He's forty. Uh, he was Trey Mon Williams. Trey Williams is thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Yeah, come on, man. Let him my be. My bad. My bad. My bad. Hey, Juju's still a top twenty-five receiver. Uh, who else do you think? I mean, I think the big Lamar is the biggest dud. I think of this year. To be honest, I think with uh, you. compared to draft capital, definitely. He's. I mean, he's got drafted so high. He hasn't been hurt until this. Uh, the COVID these last couple of weeks. But other, I mean, the other guys that have kind of duds at the top of the draft and whatnot were because of injuries. And yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's like you said, Zeke, he, he's kind of down. And then you got Lamar. And then it's the other guys are just injury-based or they're kind of like they missed a game here or there, like a Miles Sanders. Like he's having like he's having yeah. a good year, but he's not like he – I drafted him first round. He's not a first-round fantasy player at this point. But – I don't think that's his fault. Yeah, though. and he's missed games here and there and stuff. So it's like like Kenyon Drake. They gave him things. they gave him the ball six fucking times last week. I would say 
I'm with you. I think it's Lamar's number one. I think I'd throw Zeke up there and all those guys with do injuries. Wanna, do you want to throw uh, – I mean, I don't know who drafted him. A.J. Green, I mean, he's played one game. That was decent. That was it. So it's like – Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he went a little later, though. That's the, that's the thing. I mean, once you get started in these double-digit yeah. rounds, these later rounds, it's – So I'm saying, like, yeah. Todd Gurley, same thing. It's like, all right, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll give you 60 yards and a touchdown every once in a while. But it's like you expect that. It's kind of like the old – uh golden tate like once golden tate like went away from his prime for like those like the two-year window you're like all right he's gonna give you you know six receptions for 60 yards and possibly a touchdown so it's like all right we'll, we'll take it i'm with you that's about all the duds man that's, it. that's all i got that's all i got dude welcome back i'm glad we got we came back from uh thanksgiving good this is a big, big week, week though. for you i hope you can get some sleep this weekend i'll be fine um I'll be all right. I mean, I got Josh Allen Monday night against San Francisco. It'll be fun to watch. And my old ass, I, I go to bed super early, so I, it's a fun game when I wake up at 4 a.m. and see the see, see like who did good. I like that uh, on Wednesday that Pittsburgh Baltimore at 3:40. That was a nice little game, right? I came back for work and I was like, watch the second half. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect timing for me. I mean, I was just chilling, working, but. I mean, just having it on, and then I think halftime was right after five or something. So it's like, yeah, it was, get to watch the second half, chilling. Like, and then the game was over by before seven o'clock. You got the rest of your night still. You don't have to, you know, you're not waiting for that Monday night eight o'clock game where it's like. I'm thinking we should have a, th- a Wednesday game. I'm thinking just the games need to be earlier. Yes, I like that. Yes, like, I get I like it that too because the West Coast is it's five o'clock on the West Coast. But fuck the West Coast, man. Change this. Yeah, change the sun. Come on. We don't need it. Which, when you watch uh, things on TV, what do they say? Blah, blah, blah. Eastern exactly. time, man. Let's all come ET, around baby. to Eastern time. We'll all be on the same time. ET. It'd be great. Phone home. I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's a big week. I can't wait. Yeah. Hey, excited. good luck to you, man. I hope to see you in the playoffs. Maybe not first round. Maybe not second. Wait, so if you win. Okay, let's say if you, okay, let's say if you win and I win, are we facing each other first round in the playoffs? Uh, that would be, it would come down to if Emmett won or lost. If Emmett wins, if Emmett wins, you win and I win, then yes, we will be playing each other week one because we'll be the four and five seed. If Emmett, lo- if, let's say if you lose, Emmett wins, I win, what's the, what's the scenario? Uh, same thing, me and you. I play you already? You can't catch Emmett. I can catch Emmett. If I win and Emmett loses, we'll have the same record and then you would play Emmett. But I ultimately it might this looking like a champ of the it jump. It might be a champion of the jump first rounder. <laughs> oh, he's nervous. He's nervous. Oh, he's like maybe I should I'm just happy. not make the playoffs. Maybe I should stop fucking saying Chubb is gonna be the playoff winner. Hey, or that reverse Shit, karma. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right boy. Champion Chump. We out. Have a good night. Peace. Good luck everybody.